Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 13, lucky number 13, of the Perfect Music Show, Moonshine and Music. I'm your host, Joe Shelton. We got a great show for you today, but before we get started, on June 30th, we need you all to show up. So go out to the website, moonshineandmusic.com, and find the address, and then show up to the show to watch us record nine episodes of Moonshine and Music just for you. You can come in person, you can hang out, there's going to be food and drinks, and we're going to have a whole lot of fun. You're going to be behind the scenes at the show and be part of the studio audience. So please go out to moonshineandmusic.com, find the address, and put it in your calendar, June 30th, all day long. Starts in the morning, ends in the evening. And then... There's today at today's episode. Today's episode has Danny Almar. That's Will and Danny Schaust, and they're going to come in uh, to the studio, and they're going to talk a lot about their music and their life together as a married couple and doing music. And um, they're really good friends of mine. They're good friends of the show. So let's get started right now on Moonshine and Music. Welcome to Moonshine and Music. I know you guys have been looking forward to it for years and years and years, even though we've only been around for a few months. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, we have Danny Elmar with us today. This is Danny and Will Schaust, and they are the purveyors of musical genius known as Danny Elmar. Well, genius. Uh, well, you know, uh, I'm, I'm trying to be a kinder, gentler Joe. That's good. Uh, at least today. <laughs> That's fair. Um, you know, tomorrow, tomorrow, and who knows where it'll go. Yeah. Especially with you know, Will has uh, warmed us up for the interview already. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just here to help. So I, you know, I don't know if you guys have seen the program yet, but we uh, try to delve into you know uh, a little deeper knowledge of our artists and who they are, um, and bring them on, and so that you know the fans out there get a chance to learn to get to know people a little more and um, maybe connect with you and connect with the music. So. Uh, you know, I know, you guys can go in whatever order you want, but where did you guys grow up? Ladies first. I grew up in southern Indiana, about three hours south of here. Um, graduated high school, went to IU Bloomington for college, and then I met this joker <laughs> and ended up in Indy. Yeah. Uh, born and raised in Indy, went to Lawrence North High School. Then survived um, Lawrence North High School. That's yeah. a good word for it. Um, <laughs> after I graduated, my brother then went there and he said, "Man, it's gone downhill. Like you, I'm glad you left when you did." Uh, then went down to IU, uh, met a couple of buddies, had a house down there, and met Danny. And been playing music most of my life, and it was nice to be able to kind of fuse our two backgrounds together to create something really, I don't know, different. I think for us. Mm -hmm. 
Well, um, you know, I, I, I tease about Lawrence North, but I went to Muncie South, and it's closed. So you guys at least have that going ahead of you. <laughs> it should be. Let's just say you that. Know, it <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I was trying to lighten it a little bit. but uh, <laughs> it, it threw the bomb right back on the fire there. <laughs> That's what you did. I love you guys from yeah. Lawrence North, even though we lost to you in the regional in 89. Uh, we didn't like you that night. Yeah, not that um, we're bitter. Not, not that we're still bitter <laughs> about bitter, it or bitter, anything. No, no, no. Um, so, uh, so you guys uh, met in college? Uh, yeah. So, long story short, my college is a little bit muddy. Um, tried going to school in Wisconsin. I had a lone Hoosier boy did not stand a chance with all those cheese curd Packer fans. Um, ended up having to come home, uh, do some work for my family, and then uh, transferred down to IU and had a house with a couple buddies and Danny had studied in Spain with one of my best friends at the time and he had a little get together to kind of reunite all the the Spain folks that had gone abroad and I met her and she was no nonsense and put me in my place and I thought let's have a conversation. It's a nice way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so how did it come from your perspective, Danny? Because, you know, whenever I get a married couple on like this and a married couple that's in a band, mm-hmm. there's got to be something, you know, else going on. We, got, we, we need to hear both sides of the story. Yeah. So I studied abroad in Barcelona, Spain in spring 2012, and I came became really good friends with one of his childhood best friends, Sam, and... We went back to IU, and he was like, hey, I'm having a party, you should come over, because Welcome Week is kind of famously a little full of debauchery. So I was like, okay, that could be fun, and I'd been talking to Will a little bit, you know, he was good friends with Sam, and we'd Skyped and different things, and he was just so goofy and just full of swagger, and I just kept making fun of him the whole time. (laughs) That's Will? Wow. Yeah, that's what I would call it. Um, Little Swagger kinda, Shoust. I, I think that's yeah. like a, a, a new name. <laughs> it, I think it's on my driver's license at this point. <laughs> is it? It should yeah. be. It should be if it yeah. isn't. Yeah. I'll file the form tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> but I just kind of, we just hit it off and, I don't know, kind of went from there. Now we're The, the big thing that really brought us together <laughs> is that in these nights of debauchery, there'd come a point where we would all grab our acoustic guitars, go out on the porch of this house, and start singing, you know, a lot of the... the rock bands and, and bands that we'd really listened to coming up in the years and so it would be things like Death Cab for Cutie or The Decemberists and we ended up playing Barton Hollow by the Civil Wars and I look at her one night and I'm saying, hey do you know this song and she goes yeah I know this song do you know this song and I say yeah so we go for it and her voice blew me out of the water I no matter how many years I spend learning guitar I'll never match her vocal quality and, and musicianship on that yes. night. I mean, am I not allowed to say nice things? I'm just like, I'm right Jeez. here. Yeah. Um, but blew me out of the water, and, and I always told myself, you know, being a guitar player that doesn't sing, because there's pretty much a dead cat in my vocal cords, um, I always wanted to date a singer so that we could kind of collaborate on music, and that was always really important to me, to date somebody who was creative in the music scene and could really express themselves with lyrics and songs and, and have the vocal range to pull it off. And then out of nowhere comes Danny. Hi, nice to meet you. Hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, it was it was really great to kind of connect over that. And from there, it just kind of blossomed into, you know, marriage and all that sort of good stuff. 
So house. as you started like writing these uh, songs, mm-hmm. um, I you know I uh, <laughs> full disclosure I know these guys already. Um, <laughs> your um, your writing style to me is has been kind of an interesting thing, um, like how you know you know tell the folks how you write songs. Yeah. Um, wow. Well, when I first started this project, I had not really played music in a couple of years. I'd been in a project before I met Will with an ex-partner. Um, <laughs> it didn't go super well at the end. <laughs> so I kind of was just like on a break from music. And then I just felt this pull to play again. And the first three songs that I wrote just kind of poured out of me. Like, I just sat down one day and wrote a song in 10 minutes, which, like, never happens. So I just felt like I had to keep doing it. Um, I guess my process, I'll just pick up an instrument and kind of noodle around for a while. Um, I keep a journal. I pretty much write every day, whether it's just kind of, like, reflections on my day or lyric ideas, list of things I need to do. Um, I try to keep a really good habit of that. It helps a lot with, like, mental health, I've noticed. Um, so I'll go through and see like what themes I've got in my lyrics and just kind of work on it that way. And then I'll be like, hey, Will, <laughs> does this sound like crap or do you like it? Before this point, though, Danny had moved to Irvington in about 2014, picked up a uke, started writing some stuff, picked up a guitar, started writing a few things. And I thought, you got to let me play. Because, again, the ex-partner thing, they had been involved and he was the guitar player. What she didn't say is she was in a pop punk band for about six or seven years. It made it, you know, pretty big. They opened up for Shiny Toy Guns and they had had some success over the years. And with that ex-partner thing, she was really gun shy of letting another, you know, guitar player into her life. <laughs> and so I was like, man, you got to let me in. You got to let me in to play. Like, your riffs are great. I really think I could add something. And so the first record was basically just kind of a, a brain dump of all these lyrics and, and feelings and, and, you know, song ideas that she had had. And we really just wanted to get these on CD just to get them out there and then build from that. And so my goal as a guitar player for her has always been kind of filling the empty spaces, filling, you know, accenting her vocal patterns and, and not trying to take anything away. Because I think in the last project, her ex-partner had always tried to be in the, the limelight. And that's, I mean, that's fine for pop punk, right? You know, you've got all the different relationships in pop punk and uh, different members kind of coming in and out of the spotlight. But I think for kind of a singer-songwriter, you know, the lead guitar player needs to hang back and, and really respect the song in that sense. So do you ever let Will in on the writing process? Yeah, that's she kind of what now. we're. Yeah, that's what we're working on now. Um, slowly but surely, we're writing the next album, um, and we're just trying to be more. I don't want to say like strategic, but more thoughtful with the way that we're approaching these songs. You know, we have a ton of riffs, but we're not necessarily going to put every single thing we write on this album if we don't think it fits where we're at or sets the stage for where we want to go. So right now we both kind of throw out riffs and then we'll record them like on our phones, you know, the different like music memo apps that are out there. And then I'll just sort of sit down with them, see what ideas come to mind as far as melodies and, you know, lyrics. And then we'll get back together and kind of figure it out that way. The nice thing is between Danny and I, we've got 
a full band in our arsenal. You know, I've been drumming since middle school, so I, I'm familiar on a drum kit. And so she'll come to me with a guitar idea, and I'll say, okay, let's put it to drums and see how it sounds, or let's put a bass line on it, because no offense to bass players, but if you know guitar, you can do like root notes on bass, right? Like you can follow along on a bass line. And so it's been nice to kind of workshop those ideas and really develop the song as a full band. Because we're right now, we're looking for, you know, a, a drummer and a bass player. Um, we've been doing auditions and, and we've had some lineup switches over the past couple months, but we're really looking forward to having a full band and working with those other folks to workshop these songs instead of just the two of us because they bring other ideas and maybe new feels and so that'll be a really exciting process for us mm-hmm. well like both of you guys have been involved in other projects too like I, uh, you were in uh, the McDonald's mm-hmm. uh, record and I know 1923 mm-hmm. yeah um, so and, and then I know Will is like just the basics they play ba- bass and drums yeah. for other groups so both of us were involved in the McDonald's album really. I played drums for <laughs> oh that's right you played yep, drums on that I played mm-hmm. drums yeah. and then and Jim Holden, who's the other member of Just the Basics, he played bass on that. And I've backed up guys like uh, It's Just Craig and Jeff Kelly and a couple other guys. So it's been really cool to, to kind of steal some of their influence and bring it into our stuff. You know, everybody writes different, so it's been really cool to bring some of those influences into our music. Uh, do you find that that um, that happens all the time for you? Like, do you does do you get influences out of like just like going to Will watch Will play with, I don't know, Craig or Jeff Kelly or someone? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think the really special thing about Indianapolis music scene, especially like the singer songwriters that I'm friends with, I feel like we kind of workshop things with each other. You know, we'll go to those open mics and try out a new song and. You know, we'll give each other feedback like, hey, I really like that song, but what if you shorten the bridge or, you know, you change some parts around? Um, and it's just kind of interesting to see the types of chord progressions that people are use and just different techniques. And I've grown a lot as a guitar player since I started this project. I wouldn't even have called myself a guitar player like three years ago. So I feel like I can kind of hold my own now. I can do the rhythm part, a little bit of lead. I don't know that I can like solo yet, but we're working on it. Yeah. yeah. And the nice thing is every project works differently. You know, some of them we only have to practice twice and then we've got the gig and we, we mesh really well. Or some of them we really have to put the work in and, and be cohesive in order to have that album release show or to have that bigger gig. So it's it's not only the, the song style, but also the work ethic. You know, and we're really trying to be... Really have purpose in our songwriting. We're not just you know sitting down while something's on the you know we're watching the news on TV and you know noodling around trying to pick up something. We're really trying to dedicate that time to writing songs that are mostly that we're happy with. Because you know you can put out tons and tons of riffs, but it, until you get one that's really you know hits you deep down, then yeah, yeah. Trailed off there for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, look, you, you, uh, we, we've ran Will out of words. How does that happen? I don't it's know. He rare. talks for a living, so <laughs> yeah. this is pretty impressive. Yeah. <laughs> so um, what, what songs are you guys going to do for us today? Um, you know, are you going to do some new things that we haven't heard before or some stuff off your original album? or? So mostly new stuff. Uh, we're really trying to promote the new stuff. Um, we've got some exciting things coming here in the next couple months that we can't really spoil yet, but mm-hmm. 
we're also very excited to be playing Virginia Ave Music Fest. Mm -hmm. uh, we're on Saturday at 4 o'clock, mm -hmm. which is very exciting. Well, the hopefully it will get on before that, but maybe not. Okay. Our production schedule is... Well, then, <laughs> the set went great. I'm sorry if you missed it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Man, you, you guys out. were fantastic. Right. Virginia, I mean, oh, really it was fed. so good. I mean, I didn't see it because I had a gig in Lafayette that day, but it was great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, here I am. I don't even know the weather. Oh, it was great. Yeah. Oh, the great weather, weather, man. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, but with Virginia Ave, we've got some good stuff coming that week. So hopefully some new stuff today. Maybe we'll throw in a classic or two just to. A classic. Yeah. We, we're, we've been around long enough to have classics. Sure. <laughs> you guys are not old enough to have classics. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. But I really appreciate you guys coming in today. Yeah. And uh, let's hear some good music. Cool, yeah, cool. Sounds right. good. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Next week on Moonshine and Music, we've got Joe Martin Ricky, and he is going to bring us some fabulous music. Have a listen. You and me at a midnight road, we'll make our own damn rodeo. We'll keep on riding till the clowns have all gone home. the future in a pickup truck tonight hey we're Danny Elmar we are gonna play some new songs for you this first one's called keep me in your plant Trees haven't seen the sun. 
trying my best and really that's all we can do right so it's kind of the spirit of this song ready Try 
Moonshine and music, and thanks for watching. If you're watching this later, after we do all the magic to it, um, this is our last song. It's called Ship Jumpers. Started as a political protest song and turned into more of a political meditation on history. So, hope you enjoy it.
Danny Almar. I really appreciate you guys coming in today. It was wonderful having you on the show. I want to thank Brent Smith for providing the garage for the show. Be sure to come out on June 30th. It will be at Brent Smith's garage. If you know where that is, you're in good shape. However, go to moonshineandmusic.com and get all the details. And if you need somebody to do some video work for you, eatnewmedia.com. Go there, get a quote. They will put together a fabulous video presentation for you. All right, we'll see you next week on Moonshine and Music. Moonshine and Music is a presentation of Eat New Media in association with Not Less Entertainment. Producers for today's program are Brandon Lay and Joe Shelton. Be sure to join us next time on Moonshine and Music.